When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. Thought I'd give you a bit of a lumber update today. Uh, one of the big things that has come up in short supply that has really, like, if there was any product out there as far as a building material goes that everybody has been shaking their heads at, it's been OSB. Oriented Strand Board. This is a sheathing, and it's actually, they use it for all kinds of stuff, but Typically, the 716 4x8 sheet is used for sheathing. So, like, you got the skeleton of the building, your framing, you got the sheathing that goes on the outside before all the doors, windows, siding, stuff like that goes on. That sheathing is typically a very inexpensive product that is called OSB. And you would see it selling for anywhere from $10 a sheet on, you know, kind of the average up to $20 a sheet. As of lately, we have seen OSB prices as high as $80 a sheet or even higher. This is unrealistic, like unrealistically high. And there is a lot of reasons why the OSB went as high as it had. I mean, there was this MDI shortage, this resin, uh, I can't pronounce it, I can't remember exactly how to pronounce it, but anyway, this resin, this MDI resin, this came up in short supply after the Texas storms had shut down Texas and destroyed these or messed up these facilities. I shouldn't say destroyed them, but messed up these facilities and prevented them from distributing this MDI resin. It was a critical, critical component inside of the manufacturing of OSB. And when that had a slowdown to it on top of already the issues that they had previous of COVID, which we have also done a video on, it just left the OSB market in complete disarray. So prior to COVID, they had pulled already. They were curtailing and pulling off the market over a billion square feet of OSB prior to COVID. I got the video out there. We've talked about this recently. After that, they had the mill curtailments and shutdowns due to COVID. So there was an even bigger depletion. Then Texas got hit with that storm, which messed up the MDI resin issue put even more pressure on OSB. So OSB has been a has been in a bad situation. I mean there is no other way to explain it. However, listen to this. The OSB markets are in pause right now with both sides hoping the other will blink. Inventory levels are not currently very high, but mills seem to be finding more and more volume to offer out. It's finally starting to turn, guys. OSB and plywood is going to start becoming more available. And when it comes becomes more available, we are going to see the prices drop. And we're going to probably see them drop pretty dramatically as long as there's no other interruptions to this supply chain re-establishment. Because that's what took place. It doesn't have anything to do with deflating dollars or devaluing dollars. It doesn't have anything to do with inflation. This had a lot to do, had everything to do, with a manufacturing disruption and distribution. 
that is coming back together again. Now, I have no idea where the new normal on prices are going to be. They are going to be much higher than what we had experienced in the past. Now, if you go and put in an inflation calculator from 1976, two by fours were selling anywhere from a buck 25 up to a dollar 75 in 1976. Put in the inflation calculator and take a look and see what two by fours should be selling for today. And you'll find that they'll be somewhere between six to eight dollars. That would be a typical price if it was to have kept up with inflation according to the inflation calculators. Whether you believe that stuff or not is, is a whole nother story, but that is what the inflation calculator says that a price for a two by four back in 1976 would be today. If that was the case, then I would imagine lumber future prices would be bouncing somewhere around 700 to 1,000 per thousand. That's where I feel that the lumber is probably going to end up as far as a futures price when it comes to the new normal, whatever that will be. Doesn't mean that we won't see lumber go down to 500 per thousand or even lower. I just feel that the mills are probably looking to operate at a thousand per thousand. I think that would probably be their most profitable position. Now, of course, you know, the most profitable position would be much higher than that, but you also have to distribute your material. And at 1700 per thousand, they had a huge slowdown in the amount of purchasing that was taking place of lumber. So it doesn't do you any good if the prices are off the charts if you're not making the if you're not doing the sales. It's all about transactions, right? We talked about this in this earlier today in the earlier video. So same thing. They want to churn over as much as they as much as they can. And the more churning over you're doing is where the profit's going to start coming in if you can sell more items. Now, here's the thing. Lumber is slowing down in sales. I put out a video over probably about six weeks ago saying, uh, what was the title? It was something like DIY is MIA. There's an article I'm going to leave down in the description for you guys talking about that very thing. Talking about how a bunch of the do-it-yourselfers are now not at home trying to do the remodels and fixing up and making their environment better. They are now out at the restaurants or vacationing or doing whatever, but they are not at home any longer. They are no longer interested in doing the do-it-yourself projects. And it's obvious. I can see it. You know, I well, I saw it big time back when I did the video up until just about a week or two ago. And I'm starting to see a bit of a shift. There's a lot more people coming in, buying a little bit more deck packages and, and framing packages than we were experiencing just a few weeks ago. So the prices have come down just a little bit and people are eager to do those projects. There are a few of them, there, not a few, there are many of them out there who are ready to do this. They've been delaying, waiting. They have a lot of projects that they wanna do and they've been holding back. And I've said this, I was going to coin the term project delaying fatigue, and we're starting to experience some of that now. You know, uh, this is probably one of the busier weeks that we have had since, I don't know, probably in the last two months. So things are starting to, to free up quite a bit. Um, let me go on here. Southern yellow pine plywood. Supply is easing on the southern yellow pine plywood and has finally started to started to price downward. Some mills have the availability to ship orders within a week. That's like, we haven't seen that in a very long time. Um, I mean, things have been like 
six weeks to eight weeks out. So to to have an a, a, an order being delivered in a week, huh. yeah, it's like what? <laughs> All right. Okay, Western Spruce Pine Fir. The WSPF market started the week with buyers making offers and feeling confident that most of the downside risk was gone. So that's something to think about there. They are, you know, this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, we're going to find a bottom at some point. You know, there's people who are eager to start projects and they're ready to jump into it. They hear 50, 60% off from the futures high of you know, 1700 per thousand, they're hearing 700 per thousand and they're thinking, okay, now's the time to get into the market. And you can find that, you know, in the Western SPF. So there is, you know, that taking place. The week ended with a tone turned back to negative as most lost confidence in the market. All right. After a long holiday weekend, this is for the Eastern SPF. After a long holiday weekend, trading was brisk on Tuesday and Wednesday. So it sounds like they are picking up the pace too. Uh, however, by Thursday, the doldrums settled back into the market again with no clear market direction. Buyers continue to stay back with stay back to back purchases, only covering immediate needs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Southern Pine, here we go. Southern Pine, the search for trading levels continues as mill inventories build and price co prices continue to correct. Traders continue to sit on the sidelines due to their plentiful stock. So I'm telling you guys, inventories are building, prices are coming down. And I, like I said, I just don't see, after listening to a lot of the vendors out there and talking with some of the mills, it just really seems to me that we probably are not going to see too much more downside pressure inside of the futures market. Like we are going to see downside pressure on the retail end as those guys try to tar start moving their inventory. But as far as the future prices go, I really honestly, I think that, you know, 700 per thousand is probably going to be a place where we end up bouncing around quite a bit at. And like I said, it could hit 500. It could go even lower, but I just don't see us staying there very long. Um, uneducated economist, you guys let me know.